Deal with it. We're all screwed up. Find out how to be happy no matter what is going on. Here's Tracy Crossley. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share some comments from some of Tracy's clients that have worked with her in both group coaching situations and one-on-one coaching. And to reach out to Tracy for a discovery session, please email her at happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. The real story is that Tracy saved my butt. It's been an amazing opportunity for me. So I feel like if I can make growth from it, I know anyone can. It's the best investment I've ever made in myself. It way beats a Greek holiday, and I love my Greek holidays. Thank you so much for um, uh, all the work in the session and the Marco Polo to help me. So, Tracy, you're awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's just been, it's just been amazing. And I just, if anyone's even thinking about it, do it. Even if you're just thinking about it, just do it. Just go there. You know, just, just do it for yourself. You know. Welcome to this special edition where Tracy answers your burning questions. Hey, hi, it's another live. (laughs) Yeah, it is that lovely thing we like to call emotional baggage and how to stop unleashing it and start releasing it. So today, as usual, I will be answering questions that I have received from people who watch. Hey, Sheila. And, uh, and basically we compile the questions and uh, hopefully we get to your question today. And if you wanna ask a question, you can go ahead and leave it on this post or you can message me or you can even email info at tracycrossley.com. I love getting questions because of course, I think it helps just more than the person asking. It also helps everybody else who happens to be listening. So it's always a surprise too because I never know ahead of time what the hell I'm gonna be talking about. So. <laughs> I'm I'm game though. It makes it fun, right? It's kind of like a opening a box of surprises and it's like, "Woo!" So, if you're just tuning in and you don't know what emotional baggage is, then either you are a newborn baby <laughs> or you have absolutely no self-awareness when it comes to the stuff you bring to relationships, whether it's intimate relationships or any relationship. You could even bring it to the grocery store clerk, you know, when they say, how's your day going? And they're like, oh, shitty or whatever. And uh, or you're complaining about what they're doing and you're blowing it out of proportion. That usually comes from emotional baggage. So, hey, Kelly. Um, Anyways, we tend to carry it without knowing we're carrying it. So you ever feel like a supercharged, right? Like that charged feeling like you just want to strangle people and you don't know why? That's emotional baggage. That is pent up crap you've been stuffing down for years based off of past events where you learned something or you thought you learned something about the world and your place in it. And so we can change these things. We're not stuck with it for the rest of our lives. We just need to know what we're doing. So that's the whole point of this lovely little podcast, not podcast, what is this, Facebook Live. I don't know, I have another Facebook Live after this and then I have to interview somebody for the podcast. So I'm like, where am I? All right, so let me get to the questions here. Um, Let me get to the right questions here. Okay, so here we go. Hi Tracy, 
Love what you do. Thanks for your videos. So I recently realized my fear around starting my own pastry business is around the big unknown and my inability to control what happens. Yep, I get that. I had a cookie business twice. Um, I like to control things and this feels like an untamable beast. Because of that, I haven't been able to commit. You know what my fear is, the problem is, I don't know how to get over it. Any tips on where to start? Well, that is a fun question because it doesn't matter what business you're starting, right? Hey, honey. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Um, I have to turn away from the Facebook live camera to actually look at the questions. So anyways, um, but now I'm looking at the page. All right. So when you're going to start any business and maybe you have a full-time job, I'm not sure. I'm assuming you do. And it's a big commitment, right? First of all, you're committing to seeing something through to its successful conclusion or you know something that keeps going. The problem is for most of us, when it's the unknown, it's scary. So it doesn't matter if it's a business, it doesn't matter what it has to do with. And I know this in my own personal life. Like right now we're going through a lot of changes as far as you know what we're looking at for our future. And when you have a lot of fear over something you haven't done but you have a passion for it, you gotta start somewhere. You've just gotta begin. And it doesn't mean that you take a huge leap and you go, okay, screw it, I'm, I'm quitting everything and I'm gonna go ahead and do it today. It's like, first of all, when you, if you're gonna start a pastry business, you've gotta know what does that even look like, right? I mean, I'm not gonna get into all the details, but I have done business plans and I've you know helped people out business-wise. And you know, you, practically speaking, is that you're gonna have a pastry business with a storefront? Are you gonna have a pastry business out of your house? Are you gonna employ companies to make the pastries for you? you know, those kind of things, right? That takes time. That doesn't mean you jump in and like I said, you just go for it. It's like you've got to know what it is you're doing. So if you're going to do, let's say, a retail store, then you got to find a storefront. I mean, it's all of those things. you got to set budgets. You've got to know what does that look like? Who's your customer? When you answer all of that kind of stuff, right, you're going to feel a little bit more confident because you're going to have a better vision for what it is you're trying to do. And then you're gonna to have to take a risk at some point. To do it, you have to just do it, right? You have to take your fear in hand, recognize it, don't shove it down, but recognize it and go, okay, I'm afraid, and as I'm going through this, I'm taking a risk, but I can do it. And if you stop in the middle and you go, oh my God, I don't wanna do this, you can always go back the other way. I doubt that's what you're going to do though, because once you start taking a risk towards something you're passionate about, and I'm guessing you're passionate, about this, then you're going to keep going. It's a matter of doing it. It really is the physical and the emotional and going, okay? So I just wanted to be really clear about that. Hey, Dewanda. Hey, I'm so glad you guys are tuning in. All right, so let me get to the next question and I, I hope I answered that one okay. Um, all right, I was at a bar with my boyfriend and, wait a minute, just a okay. I was at a bar with my boyfriend and two of his buddies the other night. One of their girlfriends was also supposed to show up, but bailed at the last minute. I like his friends, and it's usually fine hanging out as a group. But this time, I felt left out for some reason. So in an effort to share and not keep it bottled up, I whispered in his ear that I was feeling a little left out. He put his hand on my knee, and it was all fine for about 10 minutes, and he went back to focusing on his buddies. I was angry, so I stood up and told them all I wasn't feeling out feeling well and walked out. My boyfriend came after me asking what was wrong. He said he wasn't ignoring me at all and was making an effort to include me in the conversation. 
He thought I was overreacting. Of course, that made me feel even worse. So I stomped off and drove home. We haven't talked in three days and I'm worried I ruined everything. Well, do I reach out to him? I'm a wreck and feel stupid for making a scene. Well, I honestly believe you need to be honest. <laughs> so you have to ask yourself, did you overreact? You know, were you overreacting? It sounds like you were overreacting just from the details you're providing. So obviously this wasn't something from the present moment. So you got to dig a little bit deeper and go, what was it that was actually getting triggered? What was it that was getting triggered because I wasn't getting the attention I thought I should get? And why did I feel awkward? Because obviously you must have felt awkward in some capacity if you weren't joining in, right? Something told you, hey, I don't, I don't really have anything to say here. I don't have anything to add to the conversation. And you could have said that at the time. You know, I don't really feel like I have anything to add to the conversation. But the expectation that your boyfriend is your entertainment committee and that, you know, somehow he's going to babysit you, which is what it sounds like again, is on you. And so you could, and I would, if I were in your shoes, be contacting him and saying, you know what? I realize these are the things I went through the other night and I'm sorry. And explaining it from an honest perspective, not with blame, because you may have been triggered, but you, it lives inside of you. You're the one who has to do something with it. Because let's say another girl would have been sitting there and not you. And that girl could have had a totally different reaction, right? I mean, this is the thing most of us don't realize. You can stick someone else in your shoes and they may have a different reaction to the same situation. That tells you the shit that lives inside of you, your emotional baggage. So I highly suggest paying attention to that. All right, so let me go ahead. I hope I answered that well. If I haven't answered it to the degree that you wanted it answered, like you want more detail or you want more tips, you can always leave me a question here again, or you can send me a message if you're shy through the Facebook Messenger or email, okay? All right, let me get to the next question, which is, whoa, shit. Scrolling on here is a little difficult. Alrighty, I just started dating someone I actually like after months of failed first dates. We both three times. I haven't felt a long time. On our last date, he was talking about a getaway weekend after Thanksgiving. He is clearly thinking about us being together into the future, but is it too soon? Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. I'm not a big fan of the too soon thing. <laughs> There's no rules, people. Get rid of the rules. They are a waste of time and they make you feel like shit. But maybe you're scared is what it is. Anyways, let me finish. I don't know if this scares me because I was burned in past relationships. Yes, I have abandonment issues or because he's really moving too fast. How do I know? Well, in any dating situation, you obviously want to be on the same page, right? Most of us, that's what we're looking for is somebody who's matching us where we are. Even if somebody's a little bit ahead, it's a great opportunity to stand back and go, okay, so this person is making plans or it sounds like he's making plans. He's alluding to it, right? He hasn't made them yet. And, and I'm backing up a little bit. You know, sometimes when you're dating people, they start making plans for the future with you and they don't really know you yet. You don't really know them yet. But it's not that you want to take it seriously like, oh my God, this is going to happen. Unless of course you're making reservations and you're going, okay? doesn't matter. The point is, wherever you are and you're saying, hey, I want to have 
a, you know, a relationship because that's what I'm pretty much getting because you feel a connection to this person and it's progressing, which is good because that's a sign of a healthy relationship. It's where is it in you that maybe you're getting something that you wanted, but you haven't been able to, to do up till now. And part of it is where we get to be afraid, right? Like somebody does something that we're not expecting. Like we have our known field when it comes to dating or, or relationships. And this is what's known. And then somebody does something different. And then we're like, oh, oh my God, is this a bad thing? Are they moving too fast? Are they, what, what are they doing? And, and what they're doing is, in his case, he's probably being consistent. And he has now reached a point where he's thinking, you know what? I'm thinking about the future. And maybe it might be kind of fun to think about after Thanksgiving or what have you. So the point is, you have to look at where your fear comes from. Just being in the moment and surrendering to it and not living in the future. So he may say something about the future, but you still have a choice to be here in the present moment. Get in the present moment. Stay in the present moment, and anytime you get out of it, then you have to ask yourself, first of all, if it's something that's actually happening outside of you, like you're making plans, or is it you're starting to project what you think the future will look like? Don't project what you think the future will look like because you don't want to create it from the present moment. You want to create the future as it's happening because you hopefully will be growing between now and then. And, and that's the truth. Most of us do, and we don't realize it. So I would highly suggest sticking with it since you feel a connection, being in the moment, and even saying to him, hey, you know what? I'm a little nervous about making plans too far out, but I like you, and I'm hoping that that's what ends up happening. But in the meantime, you know, I'm going to stay here in this present moment and really enjoy what it is we're doing, okay? So, hey, Kelly. Um, okay. I'm going to try and answer this today. Let me answer this last question, and then I think I can answer your question. All right. So let me go back here. Okay. So, hey, Tracy. <clears throat> Thanks in advance for answering my question. I offended somebody at work recently. Wait a minute. This is like scrolling in between pages. And got really defensive when I found out because it wasn't my intention. Ooh. Someone else told me. So it's not the person that I offended. I know I can be a little abrasive, but sometimes I just need to get shit done and people aren't helpful. I'm not sure where to find the balance because I can't be responsible for how other people interpret what I say, but I don't want to be totally insensitive. How can I take this in an, how can I take this in as feedback without feeling like I need to change who I am? You can take it in as feedback that, okay, I may be a little bit too direct, okay? for other people at times, but that's not everybody. And you can't monitor yourself that this is the thing. We can't be chameleons. If we're chameleons, then who the hell are we? So it would be to say something to this person that, hey, you know what? I heard from someone else that you were offended by something I said, and I don't wanna to be totally insensitive to your feelings. I'm just being honest about where I am. And the other part of that is where, um, I'm scrolling back here, where, um, uh, where is it? You just keep, you need to get shit done and people aren't helpful. So you can also express that, hey, maybe you were upset by the fact that other people aren't helpful or you're taking it out on other people because maybe you're taking up too much slack for other people as well. So you want to look at your behavior from that perspective as in 
was I really abrasive or was I just really direct? I can be really direct. I have a hard time being tactful. Um, I've gotten better as I've gotten older and I find that if I slow down my thoughts and I slow down what I'm doing and I speak from a place of where I'm actually hearing what I'm saying and going, is this what I mean? You know, and I'm saying what I mean. I'm not making it pretty so that people can swallow that medicine easier. And, and again, I don't speak in ways where I'm trying to blame other people. So you've got to look at what are you saying, what is your intention, and what's the real issue inside of you. You know, if you're blaming someone, then you've got to go, okay, what am I doing? If I'm blaming someone, then I'm probably doing something more than I need to be doing because I'm feeling put upon, right? So those are things you need to look at with yourself, okay? All right, so let me get back to Kelly's question here. All right, Tracy, I'm so embarrassed to admit this, but yesterday I went to Instagram and I haven't posted it in a long while. There are some girls on my Instagram that I've dissolved my friendship with. I wanted to start posting again, but I'm petrified that these girls may delete themselves from my Instagram or say something mean or laugh at me. But I do not want to delete them myself. So I did not post anything because of the scared feeling I had yesterday. What is wrong with me? I feel stupid to say the least. You're not stupid. I mean, I've, I've felt those things myself. Yes, I have. Um, and the problem is that we overthink these things and it's that fear of loss, right? It's the fear of loss. It's like you don't want to disconnect from them because there's a part of you that still feels some kind of connection to them. And the courageous thing to do, of course, would be to reach out to them, right? Because you've dissolved your friendship. Well, what is it that still connects you that makes you want to keep them around, right? And this is a deeper question. This isn't off the top of your head. This is what am I actually feeling inside, right? What is it that I want here? If I don't want to lose these people as you know, following my social media, there is some meaning I'm giving to it. So you got to know what's the meaning, what if anything is there as far as the connection, and speak it and say, gosh, you know, it's been a long time, and I realize we haven't spoken, if that's what it is, unless you've had a real falling out with them. And then you have to consider what is it you're still hoping for, because you're hoping for something. And then is that possible from where you stand right now? You know, is this something where you want to extend the olive branch or is this really for the best? And those are the kind of questions you have to ask yourself because this is just a signal always. You know, we get really caught up in being judged and we're afraid of the loss around being judged because we're already judging ourselves and we're judging other people. And so it keeps us kind of in this loop, right? Like I used to get really upset about those kind of things like um, a couple of years ago. I had a few people that were my friends that had unfollowed me on Instagram. And I was like, okay, this is really weird because we hadn't had a falling out or anything. And then with a couple of them, I, I took it a step further. And so what I did was I unfollowed them on Facebook. And, it, and because I thought, well, this is pretend. Like if they don't want to follow me here and they're not saying anything to me, then, well, why am I going to follow them over here? Right. It just didn't make sense to me. But that's a little bit different, I think, than what you're saying. And that was hard to do anyways, because I wasn't sure what I was doing. And at the time, I probably should have spoke up and said something. But I didn't because I think my emotions were heightened at the time. In fact, I know it. And again, these weren't even people I had a falling out with. So anyways, you guys, um, I can't believe I answered five freaking questions that quickly, but I did. So if you have any questions at all, please feel free to leave them here. And Kelly, I hope I answered that for you. And I will be back again next week. And uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. All righty. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
To find out more about Tracy and her podcast, visit tracycrossley.com. That's where you can sign up for her newsletter and information session and find out more about her courses and programs. The address again is tracycrossley.com. If you like the podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes so that more people can find it.